Welcome to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist podcast. On this episode, you'll hear Director of Education and Training Andy Yanoni interviewing company soloist Lauren Strongen. This episode was recorded on March 17, 2017, before a triple bill performance of three contemporary works, Yuri Posakov's Fusion, Arthur Pita's Salome, and Liam Scarlett's Fearful Symmetries. Hope you enjoy. Good evening, and welcome to tonight's Meet the Artist interview. My name is Andy Yanoni, and I'm the Ballet's Director of Education and Training. I'm so happy to be with you tonight. I'd like to introduce you to Lauren Strongen, a soloist from the company who is our guest this evening. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Lauren, tell us about yourself. Where did you study, and what was your path to San Francisco Ballet? Um, Well, I guess my path started at the very, very beginning for me. Um, I was born in Los Gatos, and my mother brought me to see The Nutcracker when I was three. And I actually remember parts of the performance and just being just amazed at this thing that was ballet. I had no idea, of course, as a tiny kid. Um, And my mom said that I just wouldn't stop dancing and talking about it and begging to be part of it. So she put me in lessons to kind of get me out of her her hair talking about ballet and dancing. So that was where this journey started for me. Um, But my training, I trained at the Kirov Academy in Washington, D.C., and then I finished my training at the John Krenko Schule in Stuttgart, Germany. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. And what was your first professional job? I, after um, graduating, I, you know, things don't always end up the way you expect them to. So I was injured and was getting back um, in shape. And a friend of mine was dancing in Sarasota Ballet in Florida and needed a partner, and so he said, why don't you come, and you can get back in shape, and I can have a partner, and, you know, you can go back to Germany, and I just really enjoyed working there and stayed, Um, so I I danced a lot there, and then moved on to Houston Ballet, and now I'm here. (laughs) Fantastic, and we are so glad she's here, wouldn't you agree? Yes. Thank you. I'm not sure if the audience knows that Lauren is married to a dancer in the company. I'm married to Joseph Walsh. So did you all know that? Yes. Okay. So uh, how did you meet Joseph? Joseph and I met in Houston Ballet. We were both dancing there. He was actually there when I joined the company. So um, it was. we just became really good friends first, and then... You know, as happens quite often in ballet companies, you do a few romantic potatas and, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so we have a famous um, marriage proposal here, yes. uh, David proposing to Vanessa on stage. Yes. What was your marriage proposal? Ours was a little more private. Um, Joe actually joined San Francisco Ballet a year ahead of me um, just through kind of our personal, you know, he was ready a a year before I was to leave. I was, um, so we were long distance um, and we went on vacation because, you know, our schedules were so difficult to line up. So any chance we had, 
we would fly out to, you know, I'd fly out here for the weekend or even for, you know, 24 hours to see him perform something important and, you know, same with for him. But luckily we both had time off during um, the New Year's holiday. So we decided let's finally go somewhere on vacation and um, we went to Mexico and he proposed and we decided that without telling anyone and you know his parents or anyone and we decided that we would just go ahead and elope <laughs> then and oh, there wow. <laughs> so we had a ceremony in like the Mayan jungle and you know, didn't tell anyone until we got back <laughs> so it was yeah it was, it was definitely a little more off stage than <laughs> well the Mayan jungle is definitely more off stage yeah <laughs> very, very sweet um so what's it like to work with your spouse in the same ballet company I really enjoy it um I think that there's something really special about being to share something so passionate that you're so passionate about with someone that shares the same passion and that you can really trust not just when you're working together, but I feel, um, you know, obviously really invested in his career and, and being there for him um, in other roles, which I find exciting when I get to see him in something like um, Prodigal Son, which I wasn't involved in the process and I wasn't in any rehearsals. And then to be able to be on this side of it and just watch maybe, you know, the first performance or a dress rehearsal and, and kind of get to see him see what he's been working on and then maybe add some feedback and, you know, kind of things that I feel like would help. And, you know, I think we both are able to do that for each other, which is really, really nice. That's fantastic. So when you go on tour, Mm -hmm. do you have uh, different rituals for coping with the the, uh, daily uh, grind of being on tour? I personally really enjoy going on tour. I love traveling, and so any opportunity to go somewhere that, you know, I haven't been before is really exciting. But then to be able to incorporate working is also fun because I feel like you get to see whichever city that is in a kind of a different way. Um, and when we're when Joe and I are able to go on tour together, I feel like it's even more, you know, exciting because you can kind of share the same experience. Um, so we've had a few tours together already, um, and we went to Iceland last summer together, which was amazing, and then we were able to, you know, kind of, and we danced together there as well, so it was like, okay, we're, you know, kind of feeling the same thing. We both know that we need to rest tonight or, you know, take care of each other, so it's, it's helpful. Wow, that sounds like it's a lot of fun for you. Um, so how are you enjoying your new life in San Francisco um, after being in Houston? I love it here. <laughs> I, I think that this city is just so amazing. It's so has its own identity, and I think it's an identity that I really relate to. I love how open and accepting it is and how supportive of the arts And I love that it has kind of a European feel that you can walk anywhere. You can, you know, you get to be part of a city. And I think that what lacked for me in Houston sometimes was that you had to drive everywhere. It was very spread out. The weather wasn't great. That being said, it was also had had its positives, and I really liked that. But I think that San Francisco for me is a place that I feel like I feel at home in and could see myself really 
living here for a long time. Well, we hope you live here for a long time. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> Do you take your work home with you? I, I try not to. It can be difficult. Um, sometimes if you're if I have a ballet that I have to learn and I have a limited amount of time, I have to kind of use that off time to, you know, kind of do my homework. Um, I try not to take it home in the fact that I, I think it's really important to have the balance of a, a separate home life and a separate kind of personal life. I think that that's really valuable and actually helps performing and I think that, you know, just having separate experiences and interactions are really valuable to showing who you are, and it helps you grow as a person. So I try not to be too tunnel vision and always, you know, dwell on ballet, but, you know, there are times. <laughs> and what do you do for fun when you're not dancing? Um, <laughs> sleep sometimes. Um... Like I said, I really like to travel. I so any any if I have you know layoff during our layoff season in the in the spring and summer, I really try and go somewhere um, that I haven't been before and just explore. Um, but when I'm here and we're in season and I have a day off, I usually rest and I have a dog, which is he's amazing. And <laughs> what's the dog's name? His name is Orson. He's an English bulldog, and he's really lazy and just, like, great. <laughs> so what's the most memorable trip you've taken? Uh, I've had... Other than Mexico. Yeah, that one, that one was pretty great. I mean, this past summer, when we were able to go to Iceland, that was really incredible. It was like going to another planet. It was... Um, I really enjoyed that I went somewhere that was you didn't have references for, that it was like seeing these amazing landscapes. It was like I had no, like, oh, well, that reminds me of this place I've been. It was, like, really different. And um, I got to stay and explore and drive around the country after, our to after the tour, so that was really fun um, with a few of the other dancers. So that was really a great experience. Fantastic. So let's get down to talking about some ballets. Um, I'd love for, t for you to tell us about the ballets you've danced in this season. So thinking back. Yeah, it's going so quickly. Um, I've been really fortunate. I think I've been, in, I've been involved in every program so far and in quite a number of ballets. So I'm, I'm really um, fortunate. But I've, I've had some really – it's been nice because we've had some ballets that we've revisited from last season, um, like – Fearful Symmetries, which you'll see tonight, and um, In the Countenance of Kings, which is Justin Peck's ballet, which is just such a fun and, like, vibrant ballet to perform. And I think it's not only a ballet that the audience really enjoys, but the dancers really enjoy. And it's I always love those kind of ballets that you can feel the camaraderie, and you just, every time you look at someone, they're smiling and genuinely and not just kind of, you know... So that one has, I'm really glad that we got the opportunity to do that, that again. But And so what's been the most difficult ballet during the season? I, I guess difficult is, it depends on what you mean. I think the most challenging for me so far was Frankenstein um, because it was such a huge ballet and a huge role for me. 
Um, so it's definitely been the ballet that I've focused the most on um, trying to make it as much my own and, and kind of do as much as I could to make it as um, rewarding for the audience. And it was a three-act ballet, so that was a lot of material as well. And there was a lot of acting. Yes. So yeah. tell us about your process for developing your character. Um, I read the novel first. Um, I was actually fortunate, and I got to go and see it premiere in London. So I did get to kind of have the audience experience before performing it, which I think was really exciting because I could just appreciate it, but then also think of ways that I would want to kind of put my own mark on it. Um, I was Elizabeth. Thank you. And um, so it was really exciting to then have seen it and then come here and have our own process and work with Liam and the staff and kind of um, make it personal and try and... I, I really enjoy... I think most roles are... I'm just trying to... What's interest me is what is the motivation and what is what is this character trying to say or what is, you know, what are we trying to express because I think that that's the most interesting thing. So I really tried to make that very clear with my acting and also with the movement and... Um, so I really enjoyed working on that. Would you say that was one of the most rewarding experiences of the season so far? Yeah, definitely for me. I think it was it was extremely rewarding. It was a difficult ballet to perform emotionally too. I think it was pretty heavy, and um, but it was just such a positive experience, and I felt like it really um, it was one of those roles that kind of elevated my dancing and me as an artist. I felt like it kind of pushed me further, and um, I think it's also, it was a, the experience of working with Liam really resonated with the whole company. I think everyone was really invested in it, which is also, makes it that much more special. That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, so you are dancing in this program five, which the audience is seeing tonight, and you have a role in Yuri Posakov's Fusion and Liam's Fearful Symmetries. Are you usually cast in both of those ballets on a given night when you're performing? It can be. It really just depends on how the evening is laid out and kind of which, who else you're sharing roles with. If, you know, I think they try and spread it out so maybe you don't do both ballets every night. So, you know, kind of it's, I think, good for us, and it's also good for the audience to see some variety. Um, so I've had a few performances where I have done both, and I've had some that I've just done one. Um, and I enjoy both, you know, both. Is there a particular challenge in switching gears between fusion and fearful? Yeah, I think that there are some similarities in, in the fact that they're both kind of more contemporary works. Um, so that that's a little bit easier transition, um, but I think any any time you're switching in a, in a triple bill, you have to kind of you know switch off pretty quickly and switch to the next and remember kind of okay, what am I focusing on here? What's going to be my goal for this performance? But I have the middle ballet in between, so it makes it a little bit easier. There's a little more time. Great. And is um, is this the first ballet by Yuri that you've danced? 
Um, I was lucky enough to dance um, in Swimmer last year. I ah. performed, yeah. <laughs> a crowd favorite. Yeah, I was really excited. I had seen it two years ago and really loved it, and so was excited I got to dance um, the Lolita Potida last year. So that was my first experience with Yuri. Oh, it was? Yes. Yeah. And talk about working with Yuri and his process. And... It's, uh, he's so much fun. He's such a, he has such a special energy, I think. And as a person, he's such a positive influence. And I think that he's someone that the company and the dancers really love to work with. And so I think everyone's kind of like, oh, am I going to get to be in his ballet this time? It's, he's one of those kind of choreographers. Um, he's very sympathetic to how dancers feel. So he's, you know, always kind of looking for options and how can I make this better? Or how can I, what can, what do we need to do? And he's very also um, open. So he'll watch you and maybe say, can I suggest that you do it this way instead of, saying I need it to be, you know, so I think it's more of um, an interaction. It's more, you're more involved in the process instead of him just telling you what to do and you trying to do that. So I think that that's also really exciting. And what about with Liam? Was his approach to working uh, with the company on Frankenstein different from Fearful? I think it, maybe only in the way that Fearful was an original creation for us. So we were really kind of a clean slate from the beginning. Um, and so I think those processes are really exciting because you really do feel like you're putting yourself into the role. Um, whereas um, even though some people were able to go to London to be part of the process in Lond uh, for Frankenstein, it, was, it had already been performed there. So it was, it was set before he had come, even though he had made s several changes and he kind of was still tweaking and perfecting. So there was some, you know, interpretation and some differences, but I guess um, that was a little bit of a different, but Liam definitely has a, a, a certain way of working and he's very, he's very organized and he, I think he has, the dancers really respect him a lot and are very attentive to him and um, enjoy kind of giving everything and working 100% every rehearsal. That's fantastic. And now you are not dancing in Arthropeda's Salome, but I know you've seen rehearsals and you've seen uh, the, a performance. Can you give the audience some insight into the work and what they should expect? I mean, I hate to tell anyone what to expect. Um, I, I was really, I actually hadn't seen the process at all. I hadn't been in, you know, I hadn't watched any rehearsals. Oh, you hadn't? No, I hadn't seen anything. Um, I had barely heard the music in the hallway. So my first experience was watching a dress rehearsal. And I, of course, I had heard a few details about the production itself, but very little. So I, I kind of enjoy those moments when I get to just be an audience member and kind of just really s step back. Um, so I was really impressed with his, um, it's, it's a production, I think, like, unlike we've ever done here. I think it's very theatrical, and it's in his, kind of, his roots and where he comes from as a choreographer, and I think that that is really interesting. I, I love that Helgi brings people in that are doing something completely different to what we've done here before, and 
that he's willing to take risks and let people just try something brand new. And I think that it's, it's really interesting. I really enjoyed it. Great. So what, what about the sort of dance theater aspect will be intriguing for the audience? I think that it's, you know, he is, although it's a contemporary piece, it's, is a biblical story. So there is kind of a, that thread to follow. And I think that that's interesting that he hadn't, that he decided to go with a narrative. Um, I think that Doris Andre looks amazing in this role. And it's, it's really, I think that she really put herself into it. And um, I was just really blown away by her performance. Great, thanks. So we have just uh, a couple of minutes before we ask for uh, uh, some questions from the audience. So if you can start thinking about that. I just want to ask sort of one final question of you. What's your dream role? Something that you've never danced before but really want to do it in the future. Um, I, it's, it's a, that's a difficult question. I mean, I really... I do enjoy being part of a process and kind of working with a piece from the inception and feeling like, you know, in some way you play a part in that and kind of molds the piece just by being yourself. Um, that said, I, I think I guess a dream role would be um, Afternoon of a Fawn by Robbins would be a role I would really love to do. Again, I just, I really enjoy kind of um, motivation and characters and whether it's something that's kind of abstract like that or something like Frankenstein, I think that for me that's um, the most rewarding is kind of telling a story and um, I try to do that with every role. So, but that, that said, I think that would be that would be a really fun one. Great. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting that. I was, I was <laughs> expecting, I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> Let me open this up to the audience. Any audience members have questions for Lauren? I'm sorry? Any questions? Yes. What is your favorite kind of music? The kind that you like to dance to and the kind that you like to listen to? I'll repeat that question. So what is your favorite kind of music, the kind you like to dance to, and the kind you like to listen to? Um, well, I'd say what I like to listen to personally, I mean, it's pretty varied. I, I you know, have a lot of different interests as far as music. But if I had to, like, go on an island and only could bring one, you know, artist or album with me, it would be Bob Dylan. So, which isn't very easy to dance to. <laughs> so, but listening, he's kind of my, yeah, musical hero. But um, to dance to, I think there's been, it, it also depends on the ballet. So I think that that can really influence how you feel about the music. Um, like dancing to Chopin is always really nice. I think, you know, the concert and a lot of the Robbins ballets, he uses Chopin, and it, it just really, I feel like it's a very emotional, and it expresses, I think, dance really well. Great, thanks. Who, who else has a question? Oh. What's your favorite kind of music that uh, your husband 
What is your favorite pas de deux with your husband? Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, how we kind of became romantically um, was through, we, ha- we did a pas de deux by Stanton Welch, who was our former director. Um, he did a full length of Madame Butterfly, and there's a really beautiful pas de deux there. So that was kind of our first experience dancing together, and it was also a really nice piece to do as so <laughs> and a fun fact that stanton welsh who's the artistic director at houston ballet he's an alum of san francisco ballet school mm-hmm. another question no, another question yes Can you please uh, talk about a particular performance that helped either shape or propel your career? A performance of my own or someone else's? Um, I mean, definitely the first, my first experience of the Nutcracker started things, but um, when I don't remember who danced in it, yeah. I had tried to f- figure out, but it, yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, I was three. So, <laughs> so that was very, you know, it was memorable in that way. Um, but I think as I got older and, and got to see performances, like I got to see Netherlands Dance Theater when I was in my early teens, and that kind of blew me away that that was like a dance that I had never seen before or... Yes, I've yeah, I performed that actually. So, yeah. The Sinfonietta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> another question? I thought I saw another hand. Yes. So the question is, can she please describe a typical day in the life of a ballet dancer? So today, like for example, um, we started around we started class at 10, so we have training from 10 to 11.15, um, and f- anywhere from about two to four hours of rehearsal, depending on what we're working on. Um, so I had rehearsal for upcoming programs for Swan Lake and for the next mixed rep that we have coming up, and then we'll go into the show in the evening. And if we're in a normal day, when we're just rehearsing, so it's, um, Next week, for example, we'll go back to our normal schedule. So we'll start at 10 and then have up to six hours of rehearsal, sometimes more if, if, it's, if we're really, really busy. Um, but that's pretty standard for our normal rehearsal period. Great. And how do you keep yourself fueled through all of your work day? Lots of snacks. Healthy snack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> All right. One more question. As a dancer, what, do you have anything special that you do to keep your body healthy and, and ready to go for each day's work? Um, I think we're really fortunate here, and we have a great team of physical therapists and um, massage therapists. So I'm 
you, I usually try and see a massage therapist at least once, if not twice a week, and um, acupuncturist as well. So I try and get as much of that kind of therapy in as I can, um, just to kind of, especially now when we're performing and we're, you know, only have one day off a week, it's really important to kind of keep on top of that, prevent injury. And I think that trying to eat healthy and, um, you know, be hydrated and, and all those things that um, most of us really try and take care of as well. And I think sleep is also really important. So I really try, which I'm, I really enjoy sleeping. So that's usually pretty okay. <laughs> so. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for being our guest this evening. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist podcast. For more podcasts, educational programming, or other information, please check out sfballet.org.